Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by two other lovely folks. But before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors for today. Our good friends over at Brentwood Line, specializing in chairs, coolers, backpacks, and blankets. A well-respected supplier known not only for their high-quality products, but also for the customer service. Brentwood Line values and appreciates its customers to the greatest extent, and they want to make sure that your expectations are met. Be sure to head over to BrentwoodLine.com to check out the latest and greatest products for all of your outdoor needs. Tell them that uh, the Industry Insider sent you. Uh, maybe that little German Shepherd there uh, can give you a, a recommendation or two as well. What do you oh, think? Cutie. <laughs> we thought it was. Steven, who's, our, who's our guest? Who's, the, who's our third guest down there? I didn't know we had another one. This is uh, this is Lupin. He's uh, the new German Shepherd puppy that we have, and also our office dog. Uh, is this likes to eat my fingers? Apparently, is this the new podcast uh, mascot? Sure, let's go with it. I like. We got to get his photo in our logo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just like peeking up from the side or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Love Meg it. Erber, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Um, this is a pre-recorded episode, but we just went out last night. Um, it was VJ's birthday. We went to Nobu in Atlantic City, and it is amazing. Like I haven't been in years because it's one's in New York, one's in San Diego. But um, I was a fake sushi eater until I went to Nobu, and now. Man, so good. So you were good. a fake sushi eater until you went to Nobu. Yeah. And now I just like all the sushi. So it's good. Oh, okay. Highly recommend. I'm glad it's an AC because now you can like, it's another place that you can take our customers when we're there for Promotions East. <laughs> Very cool. Well, happy birthday to VJ. All right. I'll let him know. <laughs> all right. So Steven, other than uh, other than Lupo there, what, what else is going on? How are you? It's crazy. It is just it's Lupin. Busy. It was Lupin, right? I said yeah, Lupo. Lupin. Yeah, it's okay. It. And that's little nickname so yeah it's, yes, it's yeah. wild wild and crazy it feels like spring which i'm happy to be in shorts and a, and a polo uh for the first time it feels like since i don't know been a while i'm excited this is this brother is nice. it was 80 81 degrees here yesterday it was awesome it's amazing yeah yeah so now it's gonna be in the 30s that. this weekend so that's fun yep we were getting that too not quite that low <laughs> but you know it'll eventually get consistently warmer which will be nice so yeah, yeah. And I thought it was supposed we got, to be six weeks of winter. Sorry, it's been like pretty nice. It's got, yeah. Yeah. So don't I mean, jinx it, Meg. Don't jinx it. I know. It. Well, we're supposed I to get know. snow on Saturday, so it's already. Here comes, here comes the four foot blizzard. Thanks, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and Poxitani can just go take that. <laughs> Well, listen, we've got a really cool uh, broadcast, a really exciting episode, I think. Uh, we're going to talk about chat GTP and sort of the effects that it has on our industry and, you know, the the possible uses for it. So since we don't have a special guest this week, why don't we ask Meg Erber, uh, you know, who you are and what you've been up to since you got started in the promotional products industry, maybe how you, how you got started. I don't I don't know that we've ever actually done this for ourselves. So we're, we're going to go with you today, Meg. Oh, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. Huh. You, you have done it once and you guys have did it I? To me. Yes. Okay. I don't remember how many dozens of episodes or hundreds of episodes ago that was, but I do remember being asked this once. So it is definitely Meg's turn. 
Okay. Yeah, take it away, Meg. Well, let's see. Back in the day when I was faxing orders in, no, just kidding. Um, when I got out of the Navy, I was, I went to school. I was in school. I was going through a divorce. So I, I came home. I, so I came back home and I answered an ad on monster.com, you know, and next thing I know, I'm, I'm a distributor for gimmies.com. I had their very first sale. It was the sizzle pen from souvenir line. I don't know if you remember souvenir line. Um, no, if it was normal. I mean, I remember souvenir line, but what's the, yeah. what's the sizzle pen? I don't even know. It was just a cheap pen <laughs> before I knew anything. Um, and then I took them to fastest growing distributor like two years in a row, won some awards. It was great. Um, then 2009, you know, when everything was kind of feeling the shift, um, I had gone to Jetline. Um, I was at Jetline for many, many years. And, and then I started my own business. I was doing that for a couple of years. And then here I am. I've been at SNS Nail for seven years. Love this place. It's home. Um, well, that's not the full you know, resume, Meg, because I met I mean, you when I, you were somewhere else. But, you know, if you don't want to give them the plug, it's fine. I, I get it. It's, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was on the board for CPBA. I'm pretty sure that's when I met you. So, um, so yeah, you know, and I'm on the Promo Cares board. I'm on the, I'm the co-chair for Promotions East Committee. And I feel like I'm always doing something. But brown belt and jujitsu, yogi, got a couple dogs, a cat, house full of kids. Yeah, literally a house full of kids. You got the Brady bunch over there. For anybody that doesn't know. Aww, All right, well, let's launch into uh, Chat GTP. Meg, was this originally your idea for this episode? Of course, I it, think was. it was. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, so what? What? Uh, what? What exactly is Chat TP? Uh, Chat GTP. Do we want to ask itself what it is? I was going to say, why doesn't it talk for itself? Isn't that what we're? Well, you we know, can, you know, but it's going to give a really long, I think we're, we are going to interview it, but just to give a quick, so I know if you ask it, it's not going to tell you exactly like what the terms mean. So chat GPT means chat generative pre-trained transformer. Um, and it was actually launched in November of 2022. Um, and it's built on top of OpenAI's GPT-3 family of large language models. But basically it's just like a, you know, it's like a Grammarly. It's like a calculator with words. Um so now I don't know if you want to ask it now, but that's basically what it is. So yeah, we certainly can. Why not? Okay. So we'll pull that up. And uh, for those of you that don't know, here I'll, I'll I'll put the banner down here for the the website that we're currently on. Uh, but then we've got a link uh, a little bit later that I'll put in that banner that gives you sort of uh, the, what did you say, Meg? It was the top eight or 15. So I have, there's some master AI tools for anyone who's looking for more information. We just want to make sure we can give you the resources. So it's a, it's a Twitter thread. Okay. So if you're following on, if you're on Twitter, it's a whole thread and, and each piece is just a different um, resource. So 18 free resources on AI and chat GPT to get you started and bookmark it. So we'll show that later. Talk about it right, later. Very cool. All right. So I've got the question down here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. And then chat GTP does its thing. Yeah, this is really interesting. We we did these ahead of time. Obviously, we didn't want it to come out with anything that was going to be insulting or scary or whatever. Um, so we did check them. And then what was really neat was that we asked the same questions twice to see if we would get the same answers. We don't. So we're, we're, we're doing what we can and fingers crossed that we don't want to insult anybody, I guess, or what? So what does it say, Stephen? Or Jeff, you can't read it. Yeah, so it says, hello, I'm ChatGTP, a language model created by OpenAI. I am designed to understand and generate human-like language based on the input provided to me. I have been trained on a massive uh, data set of text from various sources, including books, articles, and websites, and can therefore provide information on a wide range of topics as an AI language model. I don't have a physical body or emotions, but I'm here to help answer your questions Maybe. and provide information to the best of my abilities. I can assist with a variety of tasks from answering 
simple factual questions to engaging and more complex conversations on a wide range of topics. So first off, I'm going to call lies because we all asked who was the best and it said it wouldn't choose. And then we said who has the best hair and also wouldn't choose. So it's lying. How is that lying? Because <laughs> clearly I have the best hair. <laughs> oh. No, but it says answering simple, factual questions, Meg. Yeah. Just it, 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 it also can't lie. So that's why I didn't <laughs> want to answer that question. Um, it might Damn have you. looked at Jeff's beard and, and given him the win. So. so although it doesn't have a physical body or emotions, it also doesn't want to hurt your emotions, Meg. So, yeah, you know, it's true. And so now, I, I think we all I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention, you know, why we why Meg thought this was such a good idea as well. You know, we're for those that haven't been on social media recently, uh, whether it be, um, I don't know, you name the platform, people are using chat GTP in their work at their school. Um, all it seems like in every facet of their life, there's people that have tried to use it in it. And so we were like, does it work for promo? Like, is there any app application here? So I know we've all talked about some of the, the questions we're going to ask it. And um, we were surprised by some of the answers. I, I'm not going to lie. I think we, we all were kind of uh, shocked by some of it and, and good and bad. Um, Meg did mention about the duplicate question thing. And, and that's something that's, I think, good to know. It uses um, all the data that's been put into it. I think it's pre-21, if I'm not mistaken. But it also uses... Um, cadences and other questions that are being asked and how it should most appropriately answer. So there's going to be some variable data in how it answers using different language. So we all, I think, asked at some point like top 10 products just to see and, you know, for different things. And we got different answers based on, I, I don't know just why, just because it was different random, just being random. So um, that's interesting because I always assumed a program input output you know right but this is now a thinking input scary. output so it's scary <laughs> so, so do we it want is. to jump? Actually, speaking, yeah, yeah speaking of scary did you guys uh did you did you hear the recent news just the other day about uh the one the that people Bing put out yeah mm -hmm. there's like lots they, of they, things on that one that's interesting yeah, they, they put it up and then took it down pretty quickly because it wants it was, to be uh, human it wants to be human and it wants yeah. you, it's madly in love with you and wants you to divorce your wife, essentially. Is, is this the, the Bing one or which one was yeah. this? Yeah, I did hear that. Sorry, I thought you said something else. Yeah, I did hear that actually. Yeah, because yeah, I tried to get on it and it was like, nope, beta, but not for you. <laughs> AI is Fine. scary. It is. So do we want to, um, I mean, do we want to kind of show folks some of the questions that we asked it and have it walk us through the promo side of things. I think it would be good and, and yeah. see how it could be used as applications. And I think what what, what some people are, are worried about is having this replace people in the industry, right? Mm. I don't think we really have to worry about that. I think the people that need, the only people that need to be worried are the order takers, the ones that are just transactional distributors, transactional suppliers that have no creativity at all. And that's not really a lot of us. I feel like everybody, if you made it through COVID, oh, are you looking for somebody? No, oh. <laughs> noise in the background. It might have been might have been AI it's coming AI. out. AI. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I don't think this is going to replace yeah. the salesperson. I don't think this is going to replace the graphic designer. I don't think this is going to replace anybody. I think unless you're just transactional and, and you're worried about the end user going and doing it and finding all their mm -hmm. ideas, I, it's not. It's not. What's um? I, I don't want to go crazy uh, like down the road here, but I mean we've seen how AI has 
been able to be used for booking appointments and things like that. Have you seen those where like the hairstylist place can be yes. set up with an AI robot to accept your appointment, to offer you dates of availability, to to book it. So you could call into places or you can have AI call for you and order pizza. Right. So I heard that. I, I listened to the, listen it's to like, where, it. yeah. I, I know I'm skipping to the end here, but I wonder what the next step is, right? If we can get something to have a dialogue with somebody and come up with answers, it's like, okay, so do you want to move forward with your, with option three, which was a stainless steel tumbler or, you know, whatever. And it's like, oh. okay, you know, I'll send you this. And so who knows? It'd be like the, the four imprints of, of the world, right? You know, yeah, the, Highly transactional. I call center to give and that will come up with ideas that will come up with, you know, it's like I see a business idea ooh, brewing, not gonna lie. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm. so anywho, all right, go ahead, jump into it. I didn't mean to like have a Eureka moment here, but oh good. It, so it the first question we decided we wanted to ask was uh how do you see chat GTP will affect or impact the promotional products industry? So why don't we just hit that and see what pops up here? Uh, and we kind of jumped through all these uh, prior, but want to see how, how close the answers are uh, from time to time, right? You want me to read this one here? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so it reiterates about being a language model, but it says one potential impact is that AI powered language model like ChatGPT can be used to analyze large amounts of data related to the customer behavior and preferences. So this information could then be used to inform marketing strategies and promotional product designs that are more likely to appeal to specific target audiences. Additionally, Chatbots and virtual assistants powered by AI language models like ChatGPT can be used to provide personalized customer service and support, improving the overall customer experience. For example, a chatbot could be, help customers select the right promotional product for their needs, answer questions about promotional product features, and even provide recommendations based on previous purchases or browsing history. Overall, while it would be difficult to predict predict exactly how the promotional products industry will be impacted by AI language models and chat GPT. There's potential for these technologies to provide new opportunities for businesses to engage with customers and improve the effectiveness of their marketing efforts, which actually is now that I say it out loud, but kind of what I was just saying, <laughs> so, except uh, they probably said it first. So <laughs> I mean, 2001, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could kind of see, like, if you're if you're able to sort of, uh, I guess, limit the data set that it's using, you could almost see this maybe replace people that are doing, like, Zendesk and things like that, you know, for, you know, quick customer support answers. But mm -hmm. um, you'd really have to limit, you know, based on the data that it's pulling from or be able to fine-tune it. But I don't know how, how exactly that would even work. Yeah, I don't know. I think we had the most fun with this when we were pulling questions from the promotional products professionals Facebook group. Um, do we have enough answer about like what it is and what the impact would be? Is there anything else that we need to ask before we can dive into that? Because I feel like that was like the best, like coming up with solutions. I mean, so, what yeah, are talking so about? I, I do think it's important to know we we asked we asked it several questions with different parameters and data sets. So like we. I know what, when we were playing with it originally, we we started with the obvious, like what are the top promotional products, right? And mm -hmm. it gave us some categories of things. And then we started getting really specific and saying, um, I have, uh, I need $10 gift idea, you know, $10 gift ideas for people in the construction industry that can be branded, right? And we posted that on there and it came up with some suggestions. 
But then we were like, all right, let's get really specific. Let's go grab people's, you know, actual requests for actual prompts and questions. Um, and so we did. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't half bad. Uh, no, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good, actually. Um, but Before so you we were, get to that, yeah, Jeff, talk about yeah, you were talking one. about the specific data sets, and you know, we were interested, like where where that information is coming from, because obviously we we all work in the twenty five billion dollar business that nobody knows about. So I wanted to know if Chat GTP knew about right. it. Uh, so here's here's a question for Chat Chat GTP: uh, How many impressions do you get with a single hat? Um, so Chat GTP basically does the research. The number of impressions of a single hat can generate depend on various factors, including the visibility of the hat, the design, the messaging on the hat, and the context in which it's worn. In general, promotional products like hats are often worn in public settings, such as an event or at an everyday life, uh, which can increase their visibility and potential uh, for generating impressions. Additionally, hats uh, with eye-catching designs or messages that is relevant and memorable to the target audience may be uh, more likely to catch people's attention and leave a lasting impression. While it's difficult to estimate the exact number of impressions that a single hat can generate, studies that have shown that promotional products generally have a higher rate of or recall and can be an effective way to increase uh, awareness and recognition. According to a study by uh, ASI, hats are among the top 10 most popular promotional products in the United States, and 85% of people who receive promotional headwear can recall the advertiser's name. So it's definitely pulling from information, but that's a different answer from the last yeah, time. Yeah, it, it is. It actually did pull from ASI's impression studies the last time and told us it was like 3,136 impressions. Um, and so when we asked the follow-up question, tell us the top five uh, products and or product categories in, in, in uh, promotional products based on the number of impressions. Uh, and it actually skipped over headwear, you know, because yeah. we had just asked the question, how many impressions does headwear give you? It's uh, learning, it, Jeff. It's learning. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to learn today, let me tell you. Right. Learn some hat impressions. It's right. learning. <laughs> listening. It was actually listening to our conversation <laughs> and realized it, it effed up. And it took, yeah. it, that's why this question, the answer is different now. It yeah. is different. Um, it's, it's different. And that's why, because it realizes it, it effed up. We called it out. Oh, wow. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I feel like we need to give Chat GTP a, like an actual name, like we should call him Tom or something. Call him Tom. Ask him if he'd like to be called Tom. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Like, what, what would if you like you your name had to be? A name, what would it be? It's let's just let's just get into the woods here, real yeah, quick. The woods. Yeah, which is the kind of fun you can have. As an AI language model, I don't have personal preference for a name, and I'm not capable of having personal preference or emotions. However, if you'd like to give me a name for ease or reference or more personal interaction, you're welcome to do so. So let's name it something. I feel like it should be like Chad, Chad the Chatbot. You can name it Swag. <laughs> Swagbot, Swag AI, AI, Industry no. AI. I like, I like Chad or Tom or something like that, you know. Name it, uh, call it, uh, we want your name for now on to be Jeff is the best. And so that way it just has to say that. <laughs> <laughs> say no. it, Jeff is the best. All right, fine, Me Meg is the best. Meg's hair. <laughs> I'll take you, it. Take, uh, call it Meg's hair. Your new name so, is <laughs> Meg's I mean, this is really interesting. I mean, you just, like, no I feel response. bad for people that are listening it, to the audio because it's, it's uh, not going to be as fun. No response. It's trying to, it, right now it's stumped. I think we broke chat GTP. <laughs> okay. uh, All right. So that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we did not anticipate stumping the chat GPT. Let's well, we oh, wait. There we go. Oh, thanks for giving me a name. However. However. <laughs> All right. 
right, let's <laughs> do some of those questions. Why is thinking? Why is yeah. trying to come up with a nice, polite answer? I don't have a physical body or any hair. <laughs> so Meg's so Meg hair. hair might not be the most appropriate name. Well, we tried to get you to give us a name to call you, but you just wouldn't do it. Nonetheless, so. I will continue to assist you with any questions. Okay. It's it's right, that, was, right. that was actually hilarious. Okay, okay, so let's let's pull some of those questions <laughs> from the promotional products group because I think these are actual questions that can be asked to the chat GPT for answers, for it to be strategic, to have another um, basically instead of doing the Googling, you're this is kind of doing all the Googling and Googling as, as a verb. Um, and when we say you. Googling, we mean going to the promotional products professionals website or Facebook page and posting your questions. There. there, right? <laughs> is, that, is that what we're talking about? Yes, because this is where we pulled it from. So, what, what do we have for the first one? Uh, yeah, Meg, do you want to do you want to ask do the, the first shipping question? one? Do the shipping one. The, okay, the yeah, shipping? there was there was one. Um, hold on, I I have the full screen up because I couldn't see. Yeah, it. how so, important is we want to talk about the, the one from Nanette? Not yet. Let's do the the, fra the free yet. shipping one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so okay, so. Free shipping. How important is free shipping to your clients? So this question was a very broad question. It was proposed in the promotional products um, professionals group. And then there's a lot of people who had their personal opinions. So I was like, all right, well, I have my own personal opinion. We've all we've all tackled this topic on the Industry Insider. Um, I wanted to ask and, and see what it came up with. And um, while it's doing that, I'll just talk about the answer that I had gotten. And I actually had posted in the, in, the, in the group, but it basically says, hey, free shipping is really important to clients, especially in today's highly competitive e-commerce landscape. Um, many customers have come to expect the free shipping as a standard as part of their um, online shopping experience and not offering it can sometimes lead to a lower conversation rate and abandoned carts. So basically it seems like it's the same um so far i didn't have that 40 percent yeah 47 percent of shoppers said that free shipping was the most important factor when making an online purchase i mean i'm not gonna lie i get really mad when i have to pay for shipping and then i'll go look for it elsewhere and see if it is for free I, or I just I, I, here's yeah. the thing we all I realize do. that free yeah. shipping is not free i know so but, I, but it also me going to target is time gas could get sex trafficked. I mean, all of it could happen. And so if I can just order it online, none of that's even a possibility. I would argue to say that this is a response specifically related to online shopping. Mm -hmm. And my personal opinion is promo is most effectively when it's not specifically only an online uh, shopping model. So, I mean, I think that they're, you know, mm -hmm. we, if you agency yourself out, there has to be some sort of interaction, communication, dialogue, right? That goes beyond just the web purchasing. If you set yourself up as just a web platform, you might be now in the same ballpark as all the rest of the people doing online shopping. And if they, you know, the expectation of free shipping now is burdened on you, right? Where yeah. if, if that's not my focus, well, I can charge you shipping because I'm not a, you know, I'm not an online platform like Amazon. I'm an, a marketing agency, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's important, but if you're not in the same business or in the same world as these other people, maybe you won't be compared. I don't know. That's, it's kind of a nuanced question. In, I know. And it's you know, tough for someone like us. It's like when we go into these big customers, like why would you use our competitors over us? And the one, the, like the first thing that comes out of their mouth isn't price. It's, they offer me free shipping. 
Mm. It's literally the first thing that comes out of their mouths. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So what's the next one we want to dive into with, uh, with, with we, we actually chose the same one. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I know Nanette, she's awesome. And she had a, a really good specific question that I thought met our, our criteria for what we wanted to throw into chat GPT. Um, do you want to read the question, Meg? Can you read it? Yeah, sure. So she wrote, hi, all. I have an educator conference pre-K-12 that we are working on and need ideas. They need a luncheon table gift for 5,500 attendees, gift price $250 to $5 each. We're already providing t-shirts, bags, lanyards, and name badges with registration. They just came back with this general request. Any thoughts? Thanks in advance. So all I did was just take out like um, hi all and thanks in advance and she. Oh, I would I'd throw that in there. I want because it. it oh can yeah, sift sorry. Through. Yeah, well, I already well, did it. Sorry. Yeah. So um, I actually so posted I think, it in there. Sorry, just to give her those ideas and and I thought it was really neat. But but yeah, go ahead, Jeff. What were you gonna say? I was just going to say, like, with with uh, with the response that this is going to give us, I think it's going to give people a good idea or an indication of how to really use this uh, mm -hmm. to their advantage. I mean, I think, um, you know, when you it's it's like when you've got writer's block, you know, and you just need that first idea. This isn't going to tell you exactly what to pick, but it's going to give you some pretty good uh, indicators as to some direction you can go in. You're still going to have to use you know, your own expertise or, you know, the other tools that are at your disposal. This isn't just going to answer. Right. Uh, or, or do I, I do like, it. I do like how, when we write these questions to it, it responds as if it's in like ninth grade where it has to repeat the question to you very clearly first, which I actually like. I mean, um, cause it's like, okay, it understood what I was asking, but um, I don't know if you guys have done this or not yet, but you can actually say, well, actually, do you have any more ideas? They can't have drinkware. Like you can continue on, yeah. like, make yeah. it more detailed, more refined. Any other th ideas? They can't have tech, and you it's all keep, about the prompts. You can keep drilling it in uh, more, but this is this is great. I mean, what great. I like yeah, about it's, this it's, is it not only gives you this, like, okay, I'm saying drinkware, and this is why. Here's this is why. Notebook. Yeah, yeah, and it gives you why they're choosing those solutions to your request, which I really love because maybe like why why stress balls, stress balls. You know, eh, like, I, but then, hey, that makes a lot of sense. We, have, yeah. we know where to get the good stress balls. Remember to yeah. include the conference logo or theme on the gift to create a lasting impression for the attendees. It even added that at the end of the of the thing. That's really cool. Yeah, really so cool. it's basically bullet point pointing some some responses as to what should be or what would be a good gift in those in that price range. So, like you guys said, drinkware, and then it says uh, to further go into detail for those that can't uh, see the screen. Consider offering attendees a reusable water bottle or coffee mug with the conference logo or a motivational quote related to to education. Uh, tech accessories. Consider providing items such as uh, phone stands, USB chargers, screen cleaners, or earbuds with a small case. Um, so, you know, again, I don't know how much, you know, information this is actually pulling from the web or from the databases, uh, that it has, but you know, like, can, can you get earbuds with a small case for under $5? Like, is that yep. a thing? You can? Yep. They probably won't work oh. very well, but yeah. <clears throat> so desk access accessories, <laughs> items such as notepads, sticky, pa sticky notes, pens, highlighters, and clipboards can be useful for educators. So, you know, it's literally taking these criteria that you give it and it's going to, as good as the data is going into the question is going to better give you a result. You know, so be specific yeah. and, you know, be, you know, very pointed about the question that you're asking, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Are there any, any other questions you guys want to ask it before we uh, roll out? No, I think it's just important to like, Hey, this isn't something to be afraid of. Right. I mean, I know we're talking and kidding around about Maybe. it, but just think this as a, like an extension of, 
of your your abilities, like another resource center. Um, speaking of resources, actually, that thread. Let's pop that thread up there that I was talking about earlier because uh, it's a thread on Twitter, and I and the first thread underneath the thread is my top favorite AI, um, AI toys. I can't speak. Eight yes, it was a really long URL. And Meg, was, <laughs> Meg was kind enough to, to put it into a tiny URL for us. So uh, it's tinyurl.com forward slash industry AI. Um, for those that can't see it, go ahead and plug that in. It, it'll basically link to, it was a Twitter, right? It was a Twitter um, thread. Yep. Yep. So it has a whole bunch of different uh, assets that you can use that are related to chat GTP and how, how to use it, I guess. Right, Meg? Yep. So it has basically, uh, they're master AI tools now and it'll be miles ahead. Um, here are the top 18 free resources on AI and chat GPT to get you started. Uh, and it says bookmark it for reference. Um, but the the eight most practical AI apps to enhance your life, this chat GPT was the number one, um, the number one practical app, which is really cool. I think the one that I'm also using is Discord and where I think this is going to be super popular for our industry, maybe on the graphic design side is through prompts, um, like imagine forward slash prompt. Um, and then you put in what you're looking for. You're like, I'm trying to design a logo with you know, you could just say what you want. And then within like seconds, maybe a minute, something beautifully designed comes up and it gives you four different options. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you like the first one, but you're like, oh, I like that. But let's add a sunset. You can just add variations and it keeps on creating these different models. Um, it's just interesting. And I, I'm we're just skimming the surface of this. And I'd like to see where this ends up. Um, I'd like to hear what people think if they think this is going to be disruptive to the industry or beneficial. Um, let us know. I, I think, you know, this is just our perspective. This isn't the word of God, but I'd like to hear what everyone else thinks. I think, uh, you know, doing a, a, a recap, I'd, even six months to a year for now on this, yeah. to see how people have started to implement it. Uh, I know one piece that we kind of brushed over, like you said, there's so much you can dive into in this is it, uh, a lot of these are now able to write code. And um, there's lots of API integrations with web stores and different platforms. And I wonder if this will speed the process up of writing the code to generate these APIs. So now your, you know, your CRM at your buying group or whatever, uh, or your company can now integrate with, you know, shipping platforms or, um, you know, managing tools for that and website services. So who knows what this can create when you take the human element of time out of it and it I, becomes really efficient. Um, I feel like I read or, or heard that it is actually capable of writing code. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. I mean, people like I've heard stories of people actually giving it, you know, criteria for writing a script, like a movie yeah. script or a play script. Yeah. And it's completely giving you an entire script, background, like character background, dialogue, all of that good stuff. So uh, it's really, really interesting for that kind of stuff. Um, so where do you see uh, other than what we've talked about so far? Like, is there anything else you guys see this being used for in the promotional product space? I just pulled up the top 20 jobs that'll be replaced by AI. We're not on there. <laughs> um, but data entry clerks. Hey, that's the benefit to being a $25 billion industry that nobody knows about. There you, you go. Know? They just don't think replaced. to replace us. <laughs> uh, a lot of this is data, but market researchers, which I can definitely see. I can definitely see that. Um, this actually says manufacturing workers. Oh, yeah. Robotics I mean, automation. It Think is. about it. it I mean, is. Robotics are taking over a lot of that. And I don't. I know we want to end wrap this up, but I was just at our national sales meeting, and San Antonio is here, and they told us about some of the really cool stuff that we're doing moving forward. And there's going to be robots 
in on the warehouse floor as on pool and pooling stuff. I was like blown away, blown away. I know. No, it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> There you go. You got to name the robot Meg's hair, though. Meg's hair, though. All right. Oh, yeah. So right. you're the SNS, yeah. Meg's hair. Yeah, Meg's hair. That's got to be the thing. There you go. I was like, you're no welcome. way this is going to work. There's no way. But it's like the error rate is less than the human error rate. So we'll say, let us know when you get your t shirt from the robot. Yep. All right. Well, look, if you guys don't have anything else to add, I uh, just want to tell you our fine sponsors for today was Brentwood Line. They specialize in chairs, coolers, backpacks, and blankets, not robots, not AI. Uh, but they are a well-respected well supplier, not known for just their high-quality products, but also known for their customer service. Brentwood Line values and appreciates its customers to the greatest extent, and they want to make sure that your expectations are met. So be sure to head on over to Brentwood Line and check them out uh, on the latest and greatest products for all your outdoor needs. Tell them the end industry insider sent you and uh you should also mention meg's hair why not all right guys until next promo time <laughs> yeah promo code meg's hair <laughs> all right take care guys bye, bye. thank you for listening to this week's episode of promo corners industry insider for more great content from industry thought leaders including podcasts blogs and videos Visit promocorner.com.